Hey, hi, hello, how are you? And welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast where we go through 101 movies to see before you die. As always, I am your host, Jacob, and with me are... I'm Kat. I'm Nick. And I'm Naomi. <laughs> and back this again. Week. <laughs> and we uh, don't have James this no week. No James this week, but it's okay. We're just swapping in and out. Nick's back. James is oh, gone. Yeah. Spoons is in. Let's go. <laughs> and this week it's <laughs> Naomi's turn, so take it away. Hi, guys. <laughs> hi. Um, I promise. <laughs> I promise my report on this movie won't be as long as the last time I was here. That's fine. The last one was seven pages. This one's only four, so you can all breathe. <laughs> awesome. We're ready. Right. So today we're going to talk about the Swedish film uh, made in 1957 called Wild Strawberries. I'll give you money if you can do the entire plot in Swedish. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> what, what makes you think I can? I don't know. I just, Google Translate. Quickly, I just magically <laughs> am able to speak Swedish to you right now. All right. So, you know, um, to our beautiful listeners uh, listening to us, if you've seen this movie, hit us up. Tell us. Tell us what you think of it. You know, If what, someone's the, seen this email? movie, I'll be, like, extremely yeah. surprised. Jake, I know. Donate so would $10 I. to charity if you tell him you've seen this movie. I need proof. I'll do a burpee. <laughs> like, I'd be that shocked. Yeah, wow. but like... That's shocked. Just one, not ten. I could do ten. All right. I don't anyway. know. I could do ten. <laughs> I've asked a lot of people if they've seen this and they haven't, but... I hadn't even it heard of it. has such good ratings. It's like... Wow. I guess because it's in Swedish. And it's from 1957. Yeah. And black and white. Yeah. Well, I'll we'll talk about this later, but... Let's get into the plot. Okay. <laughs> Go. Plot. Plot. Oh, God. Please stop. <laughs> Are we doing intros to every section now? I think it's just Amy. I signed up for this. So I only came over to I love how everyone. enthusiastic the young blood is here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's just staring at me for like... Two years. Two years? Almost year and, two. and a half. Year and a half. Two and years. she's looking oh, at us for like <laughs> justification to go. Like, just just, just like, do what you do. No. We'll sit here and just she's, interject guys, with random she's shit. she's trying to break the formula. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We have no fun on this podcast. Yeah. You just read. I'm trying to bring the fun. All right? We read our notes and we go home. Read the synopsis <laughs> for the movie you didn't watch. Come all on. Right, all right. All right. You ready? Let's do it. <laughs> this is stolen from IMBD. <laughs> I mean, I wrote this. Okay, you kept saying this last time. I'm sorry. Say it again. What? I am. I am BD. I am DB. It's I am BD. Or is it I am DB? I am DB. Is it? Internet movie data base. Then why do I have it as I am BD? Because you're special. Okay. So I, like, I completely forgotten it was a thing, but then when you said it, I just had flashbacks to the Zodiac episode. Internet movie. <laughs> sorry, the, two, sorry. the two hours being okay, like. I'll get into food. it. I'll stop boring. <laughs> Internet movie base data. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, 1957, everyone. With the exception of his elderly housekeeper, Miss Agda, who he treats almost like a surrogate platonic wife, widowed 78-year-old Dr. Isaac Borg, a former medical doctor and professor, has retreated from any human contact, partly his own want, but partly the decision of others who do not want to spend time with him because of his cold demeanour. Sounds relatable. Um, He is travelling from his home in Stockholm to Lund Lund. (laughs) to accept an honorary degree. Instead of flying as the original plan, he decides to take the day-long drive instead. Along for the ride is his daughter-in-law, Marianne, who has been staying with him for the month but has now decided to go home. The many stops and encounters along the way make him reminisce about various parts of his life. Those stops which make him reminisce directly are at his childhood summer home, at the home of his equally emotionally cold mother and at a gas station where the attendants praise him as a man for his work. But the lives of other people they encounter almost mirror his own, including hitchhikers Sarah, Victor and Anders, who remind him of his cousin Sarah who was going to marry himself and his irresponsible brother Siegfried who Sarah eventually married which what the fuck <laughs> it was the 50s yeah and no, anyway. Europe uh, <laughs> yeah a bickering married couple Stan and Barrett Alman and Marianne and her husband and Isaac's son Evald whose marriage is as strained as was his own can I just interject on that he said like he married like you know he was going to marry his cousin and his brother married his cousin 
You know, in like New South Wales right now, it's legal to marry your first cousin. Like that's perfectly fine. Really? What? Yeah, that's fine. No, that's Just fine. Just in Newcastle? No, like in New South Wales, what? it's legal to marry your first cousin. Yeah. Love is love, I guess. That's no, like, that's no. fine. Not it's when it involves bloodlines. <laughs> no. Yeah, but like that's legal. That's fine. No. Not actually oh. fine, but I'm saying like if you legally wanted to do it. Oh, interesting. You can. Oh, my God. Is it? <laughs> it's fucking weird is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, just, just saying you're like, you know, it was 1950s Europe. It's also 2021 Australia. Uh, yeah. Just <laughs> It's still relatable. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this movie went for an hour 30 and is genre as a drama and romance. I would say more on the drama side um, than romance. Is there anyone? Anyone? Well, I didn't really feel like this, it was that romantic. This, no, no, either did I. That's what it came up with. But I was like, I feel like it's more about relationship conflict. There's that woman that really? does have a tweak between <laughs> the two men, the hitchhiker. She doesn't know which one she loves more. True. Yeah. That's romantic, I guess. And then pretty, just punch it up on the hill. Also, it's pretty yeah. rough for the guy that yeah. doesn't get picked and yeah. has to spend a road trip with him. Mm. Um, the title of Wild Strawberries comes from the Swedish title that I cannot say. Come on, oh, mate. let me Which try and say it. Shroom, <laughs> oh, she's awake. Yep, there you go. It? Right there in the red thing. Smoltrons. <laughs> that is 110% wrong. For sure. Don't do it in the accent. That's, that's like, worse. That's German. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's right there. Okay, so the original meaning actually translates to wild strawberry patch. Which apparently there's this whole. Um, Can I try it? Sm- Smultron Sale. Yeah, close Sale? enough, I guess. Sale? I don't know. I don't think we're ever going to find it. Okay, Sweden. Get us <laughs> up. Hey, Sweden, if you know, please tell hey, us. I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, Sweden. <laughs> okay, Sweden. Um, hello to the entire country. So, a wild story patch. Story. Strawberry patch. Um, idiomatically, idiomatically, is that a word? I don't know. Is it it's idiom, been a long it signifies day. an underrated gem of a place, often with personal or sentimental value. So it kind of represents this whole movie, as in it's just a journey of like nostalgia for him um, and growth, I guess. Yeah. This old man definitely got that. Anyway, um, at first I was surprised about this film being Swedish because usually when I associate old black and white films, I think of in Russia Swedish? and I think of American ones, but I don't think I've ever really seen a Swedish black and white film. I oh. mean, there would be lots of them. So I was shocked. There's lots on Netflix at the moment. I keep like, getting recommended them and I'm like, I like, watch one movie in German. doesn't mean I want to watch a whole mm, bunch of things. Stan's really big for like foreign yeah. films yeah. as well. Yeah. I feel like, the big production company logo at the start looked pretty fancy, so I guess. It did, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going on. I, like, I don't know. I thought that might have been a right on. owner yeah, after know. the fact, because that looks very modern. Yeah. Although. I mean, the Swedes are quite modern. So, <laughs> I got curious Uh-oh. and had a look into the history of Swedish cinema. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Because, actually, the people involved in this movie are... Um, important to the history of Swedish cinema. 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 <laughs> um, do you want me to talk about the golden era of yes. Swedish Sure. Yes, yes, yeah. we do. All right, I'll go ahead. Please. So, Swedish. I can't say it's like a tongue twister. Swedish. Swedish, Swedish cinema. cinema truly began with the founding of, I'm going to get this wrong, Svensk. There's more to the word, isn't uh, there? He's, we'll call him Svensk. So this yep. guy called Svensk founded it in 1907 with his company, Svensk Film Industry. That's how it's spelled. Is that the company that's at the start of the film? Yes, they own this. Anyway, they own Sweden. Yes, <laughs> they own this movie. <laughs> that's the production company. Right. Um, Anyway, and it held the monopoly on Swedish-produced films for decades and marked the beginning of Sweden's golden age of cinema. The company hired, I don't know if you'll know this person, Charles Magnusson in 1909 as head of production. Magnusson had a clear vision for Swedish cinema that included location shooting and technical refinement with the goal of putting his country's films on the world stage. So together with Victor Strom, 
who is the main character of this film, by the way, um, he created some of the best films of the silent era. So Victor Strom was actually a very, very popular Swedish um, silent film creator. Okay. Yes, the main dude. Interesting that they got him Um, to do, I guess, a a talkie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll explain why later. There's actually a reason why he's in the movie. Okay. Um, But the golden era kind of just sort of died off with the, like, invention of adding sound into film. It kind of died out. Anyway, so flash forward into post-war experimentation. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, Let us know if you so like the singing. We can add more. <laughs> or I can Definitely add less. Just Definitely please less. Just tell me if it's annoying. I'm sorry. Um, so Sweden kicked back into the international cinema scene during World War II. Um, so the nation's neutrality during the war actually pr- proved fruitful for the Swedish film industry, apparently. Um Why was that? Was it just that they could focus on that rather than focus on Yeah, well, the war? because they're neutral, they're not sending they're, all their money and, I guess, all their resources are staying in the country. They're not fighting a war, really. That's how I cool. see it. Uh, and Sweden's neutrality to e- the examination of the physiological of individuals was, like, a big theme. What? <laughs> Sorry? The mind of the individual was explored. Oh, like philo- philosophy and... Yeah, so they're starting to get into that. Right. Yep. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> the most in-depth we've ever gone on anything. I know. <laughs> no, there's a point to all of this, I okay. promise. Uh, I guess that is reflected in this movie. So, yes. So our director and writer... In, I'm going to get this wrong too, God. I'm going to get every name wrong. Please excuse me. You can just skip Ingmar it. Ingmar Bergman? Bergman. Bergman. Yes. Ian so Bergman. Bergman apparently defined the national cinema across three decades in Sweden during that time. Um, he The Spielberg of Sweden. Has Spielberg been going for yeah, man. Wait, 50, 60, 50? 50. Yeah, 50. Yeah, 50 odd. 50 50. Oh, did Jaws come out? 72. That's 49 years ago. Yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> anyway, before. Fuck. Maybe they're old. God damn. Uh, before Wild Strawberries came out, he had quite a few hits that had come out beforehand. Um, and apparently he liked it. His films illustrated the internal struggles of individuals, um, particularly through themes of isolation, religious doubt, and insanity. 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 (laughs) While using the landscapes of his country, combined with creative composition and editing styles to reflect his ideas. Yes, so so most believe that Bergman put Sweden on the map in terms of cinema, film history. So he's quite important. I guess this movie this. made our list. Yeah. Yes. Somehow. And I have we watched another Have we watched a European movie other than Yeah, didn't we have Bicycle Thief? Yeah, the Bicycle Thief. Did I watch that? No, that no, was only in episode Nick 50 that. where we oh. all picked an old yeah. one. Okay. But that was in English, wasn't it? No. No? What was that in Italian? French. But Italian, yes, where, wherever the movie's from. Yeah. <laughs> wherever <laughs> that, wherever that movie I really like is from. But it keeps coming up on my either Prime or Stan, whichever one it's on, because yeah. I like clicked on it one day and it's like, continue Rookie, watching. Rookie and it's era, like, fuck. Rookie <laughs> yeah, stuck with it. Stuck there in you my screen. Yeah, you don't really, I don't know. I guess, in, I guess with the dominance of Netflix and Stan, you can kind of have better access to different movies from different parts of the world. But, yeah, I don't think, like, ten years ago you wouldn't have watched a movie like this, Hmm. let alone one that was in Swedish that you had to read subtitles for. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, imagine, like, when this, like, the last movie on this post was from 2014. Back then we couldn't have watched half this shit. No. It would have been a lot harder. Yeah, like, far out. 
What were, yeah. they, what were they expecting? Well, most of like eBay, the US <laughs> eBay was pretty maybe. big. Was like pretty big during what? that time as well. What was? US cinema. Yeah. Was massive, and I feel like that's what gets most attention. Yeah. yeah. Um, and oh, yeah, that was 100%. during the Cold War as well. So you have all those Cold War movies coming out. Um, Alfred Hitchcock. His time, <laughs> you know, yeah. I think um, I think like in saying that, like it seems to us that US cinema was huge at that time because we're so closely entwined yeah. between US and like UK mm-hmm. film, yeah. And like we've kind of like Australian really film just is kind like of English speaking, yeah. We've kind of sprung off from Hollywood and then what's happening in the UK. Yeah. Whereas, and that's like our main exposure for everything. So you kind of we're part of that English speaking Western cinema. Whereas, like yeah. all these other like like Swedish film and like we spoke about the Japanese one the other like a couple of months ago, and I think there's another one or two of them to go and like yeah. various other th- like parts of the world where these were huge movies getting made. Asian but, and French apparently yeah. a lot, but we just weren't exposed to it because there wasn't the audience for it here at that time. Whereas now being so multicultural that there is a lot more world cinema easily available because yeah. Yeah. there's more people, like, you know, intermixing between, mm. yeah, sort of demographics. Yeah. 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 The German film industry was going down at that point too. Like, it was not going down, but they didn't release as much during that time, which is they just obvious. <laughs> yeah. Why. But yeah, uh, everywhere else was kind of, you know, a bit occupied, yeah. getting pretty jiggy. Genocide <laughs> <laughs> with the film. Jesus Christ! You just said she said get jiggy, and then you said genocide. So it made it sound like you were getting oh. jiggy with genocide. I was like, oh, no, no. I was just like, no, we were. Anti- I was trying to think of the word yeah. that the Germans were preoccupied with. Okay. Yes, genocide. <laughs> Nick's regretting it for letting me come. No. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. I don't think. I, I just got a message saying you were coming. But you're welcome. Hope that's okay. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Carry on. Anyway, Please. so we'll delve into the cast and crew. <laughs> so, like I mentioned before, it was written and directed by Ingmar Bergman. Who I'm Ian Bergman. In, in, I can't say it. Is that racist for me saying that? Yes. I'm just going to call okay. him Bergman. If you have to ask him, <laughs> it's racist. Then it probably is. Oh no! It's just the general. Can you be racist to Europeans? I think you can. I think that's also racist in saying that. <laughs> no, shit. All right, let's go. Sorry, Cat said she was getting jiggy with genocide, so it's fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> what is this podcast no. turning? <laughs> please carry on, on, please, please. please. <laughs> I'm about to pronounce a lot more names wrong, so get ready. So we have our cinematographer. <laughs> I can't speak. Our cinematographer, his name is Gunnar Fischer. Music by Eric Nordgren. Edited by Oscar Rosander. And obviously the production company, as mentioned before, the Svensk Film Industry. She said she was going to film, say a lot of things wrong then and like I feel like Those that was fine. Easy, <laughs> just wait till I get to the action. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this is the hard part. So we had Victor, I can't say it, Stro- I'm going to guess it's Strozon, Strozon. I don't know. I'm gonna if you put Victor. an Italian accent on it, it doesn't <laughs> sound. Or a French. I even added the Italian. You kind of went French oh. and then tried Italian <laughs> and both failed. I'm so sorry. Anyway, so Victor is the one who played Isaac Borg, our main character, the old man. Um, BB Anderson. Did you guys realize? Because I didn't realize yeah, until I was researching it. Yeah, she yeah. played both Sarahs. I didn't yeah. realise that. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. I was yeah. so confused. I didn't I fucking realise it was in Swedish, but I realised she played two <laughs> characters. Maybe I was too busy trying to read the uh, subtitle. I got. I was sitting there and half an hour in, oh. I was like, huh, this is not this in is English. English. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wonder Did if the subtitle. Did like, had a stroke? <laughs> I, was, like, I was quite hungover, right? And I just thought my brain wasn't processed. Like, I got the story. But just like hell, <laughs> actions, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh. So we have Ingrid Thulin, who played Marianne Borg. By the way, both Bibi and Ingrid uh, are in a lot of um, Swedish, films? Swedish films. No, Bergman's. Well, yes, Bergman's films. So they were in his films beforehand, and they have like a long list of like. I feel they like there probably wasn't portfolio. that many like. Yeah. 
prolific Swedish actors. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was like they're the four but those you got to pick those from. Those two girls were killing it. Like if you look up their filmography stuff, it's like a long list of things they've done. Hmm. Sick. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to read out the others because it's too many. What about uh, Max von Sydow playing the petrol station attendant? I don't know who that is. Who? Yeah. The guy who gets killed at the beginning of Force Awakens. Oh, it, it always comes back oh, to yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. Well, I was going to say Game of Thrones, but I just thought oh, it would open us up to all sorts of discussion about how Game of Thrones sucks. And I was like, well, I'll avoid tangents. But you put us on one, so let's talk okay. about Star Wait, Wars now. Star Wars. Yeah, he's the tree dude. The tree dude. Huh. Yeah. There, there you go. Yeah. You tree go? man. Wait, he's still alive? No, he died last year. Oh, wow. He lived long then. Yeah, he was 90. Because I looked him up. Yeah, the, I came others, here. I the others all died pretty like <laughs> yeah, the, good ten years ago. The main dude died like Oh he two, was bro, he was old in that. Oh yeah. He's um, definitely not alive now. Well yes. I wasn't gonna say I meant like he didn't it's die been like, like sixty five years yeah. <laughs> after like obviously I didn't mean he was this, alive now. He'd be like hundred and fifty oh. years old. <laughs> this this was Victor's last film. Oh. Well last on screen performance. That's a pretty good like film, a nice story to like Yeah. yeah. For a guy that was doing silence in before, I feel like there's a transition from silent to like actually. He doesn't yeah. say much. It's like a. He narrates the whole bloody thing. Oh, I, th- I thought well, you were trying to make a silent <laughs> film joke. No, something like this. Like I just feel like he wasn't like talking I to think people he's much. Quite a good actor. All the Swedish voices kind of sounded the same. Yeah. <laughs> like the men, I was just like, I can't. That's why you look at who's really? talking. Yeah. yeah, I was reading the subtitles. It says you. You didn't even know. <laughs> <Yeah. it's laughs> You've got to learn to multitask and look at both at the same uh, time. You've got to have one eye up here and one eye down there. <laughs> and there was there was one moment where the translation and subtitles got very wrong. Oh, I know. It's. Do like, you know the moment? Yeah. The two hundred years bit. Or is he, you think it's a bit, he's like, I used to live here 200 years ago. And I'm like, you sure about that one, buddy? You sure? <laughs> I mean, is look at him, maybe. I was like, did you live here 200 years ago? Or like, I was like, that's definitely not meant to say 200, but cool. So uh, writer, director, um, Bergman <laughs> described- you Say it, it differently every time. <laughs> I can't help it. Bergman. You know who I'm talking about. Sometimes there's a G. Sometimes there's an N. Sometimes there's a D. Bergman. (laughs) In an interview, um, explained how he came up of the idea while driving from Stockholm to Dalarna, stopping in, I don't know where that is. Um, So he basically did his own trip past his hometown and um, he suddenly, you know, started thinking about um, his childhood and... Um, what would happen if he just went inside and opened the door and it was just all the same as it was before. So kind of like that reminiscent. Nostalgia. Yeah. Um, He actually wrote it while he was in the hospital. (laughs) What for? I can't remember, but there you go. (laughs) I mean, makes use of his time. Yeah, right. He must have been well he would enough. He thrived in COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Man's would have been. I mean, he probably s- thrived through the Spanish flu then. When was the Spanish flu? Like like you were really testing out knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. How old was he at this point? Uh, I don't know. How old would he be? Yeah. When did the Spanish flu happen? Middle age ish? Maybe older? Yeah, he was probably born in the Spanish flu. Hmm. That was like 1920. Okay, well. Post war, <laughs> yeah. So I'm learning so much history this week. <laughs> I thought this was also interesting because we never looked at Swedish history of film in um, at uni. Why would we? Because it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's too much. Anyway, so Bergman, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so Bergman, <laughs> his favorite silent era actor was Victor. And that's why he called him up to be the main character of this movie. Um, <laughs> and apparently Victor only agreed to the part on one condition, that he would be able to come home and have his whiskey grog at 5pm every day. <laughs> Get on him. Yeah. Um, because Victor was so old um, and he was having you know, he had pretty poor health, 
uh, the cinematographer Gunnar Fisher says that several scenes had to be shot indoors, which like talking about before with Bergman, um, he liked to use the landscape and actually get out and do filming outside, but because of um, Victor's poor health, they had to get like a crappy pro- um, back projection in the car. So for those car scenes, um, you can kind of tell it. I mean, a lot a of stuff at that time was still reprojection for cars. Yeah. So did he want to actually film it like in a car outside? Yeah, he likes to get out and do it. That's what they do now. Yeah. There's no reprojection anymore. They just strap a camera to the car and away you go. Still. They trust the actor to drive. Still. <laughs> Quote, we had to make some very bad back projection in the car because we never knew if Victor was going to come back alive the next day. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Actually, <laughs> Morbid facts. <laughs> a lot of the time now, the actor is pretending to drive the car, but the car is driving down the street. There's usually a dude Somewhere. sitting on the roof yeah. of the car, like driving. in a seat, yeah. driving from the roof. And then, like, the actors are in the car with, like, the camera set up and stuff. I thought it would be on the back of a... Well, sometimes they're like towed. Yeah. Sometimes they put on a trailer. Sometimes it's on a rig behind a like a truck. Mm. And other times there's like a dude sitting on the roof driving the car. (laughs) And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like you look at this car and it's like the actor's inside. And there's like. Dude Mr. Beaning on the top. Yeah, but there's like six cameras mounted to it. Like the windscreen's missing. There's just. And there's just this dude on top just driving along. (laughs) If you want to see some like cool like footage of cameramen doing like stuff like that with cars. And, like, just any sort of, like, cool footage. Look up um, the film zone on Instagram. It's okay. really cool. Some of the shit that they do is just, like, crazy. It's like, oh, anyway, just look at them up. Anyway, back to Sweden. <laughs> back to Sweden. Okay, I'll stop. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty much it on the Karp and Kruh. Uh, what was I going to say? I had a thought, so I couldn't find this anywhere on the line, but do you reckon that he was the catalyst of those kind of flashback things that we now use in cinema? Like, do you think people were doing that before in black and white film? Because I'm not sure. I don't Mm. see it in black and white film. Yeah, I think they would have been like, because it's 1957, so it definitely would have been stuff. It definitely influenced a lot of stuff. I feel like it did. A lot of Woody Allen's movies and that. Yeah, that was something that that came up. Yeah. Yeah. Woody Allen basically ripped this movie off. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. With what movie? I don't think I've seen anything by Woody um, Allen. Oh, shit. What's it called? I've got it somewhere. I briefly skimmed. Stardust Memories, Another Woman, Crimes and Misdemeanors, Deconstructing Harry. Deconstructing Harry, I think, is the one that's basically this. Oh. But apparently all oh, no. bloody four of them was yeah. influenced by that movie. What are you looking at, Jacob? Jacob just I'll, I'll come a, to it later. Article <laughs> about. I'll come to it later. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, it's Star Wars related. No, I want to see not, the lightsabers. That's sick. It's so not I, Star Wars at all. It's Batman. Oh, I just okay. want to ask you guys what you thought. It's Batman's lightsaber. Of this movie, like, did you enjoy it? Uh, hey. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Wait, sorry. No, sorry. No, sorry. 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 <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about anyone's lightsabers, all right? We're talking about wild strawberries. <laughs> yep, carrying on. You know what I was surprised to see in this? So, off topic, a <laughs> car flip. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was like, yeah. Holy shit, that was so out of. Uh, the car, car flip. flip. I was like, oh my god. Like, oh, they crashed yeah. that car. And I was like, holy yeah. fuck. I was like, shit, that's full on. Like, and then he's like, like no, no, it's fine. My wife was just driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like they were just cruise along and there was this boom car fleet was like oh, what but even if like the rest of the movie was so like slow and that just kind of got me I was like whoa <laughs> like imagine being in the theatre back then you'd be like oh like you'd be like there's then, people watching the train come train, towards yeah. them being like ah but then also at the same time like Nothing like it happens for the rest of the movie either. It's just there in the middle. It's like car flip, moving on. I know. They just, <laughs> like, like they okay. changed, changed directors yeah. for like. That's a good, just sit car flip halfway through just to keep oh people engaged. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> oh, sorry, experience. <laughs> you had a question. I just forgot what to talk did about. Did you guys found that you enjoyed it more than you thought you would? Because I found I did. Like me in black and white film, I can't do it. It bores me. I don't know what it is. I think it's maybe only because I've seen like the romantic 
stale mm. crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But this was actually like generally interesting and kind of like I'm going to go the nice opposite. Journey. Because thinking of like black and white subtitle movies we've done before, I'm thinking like Seven Samurai. Mm. And yeah, it went for like three hours. But that was like such a hugely visual film. So you could kind of like ignore half the subtitles and just enjoy that movie because there was just so much yeah. Yeah, so going much on on screen. On. Whereas this, because it was you like can't so slow and it's just people having conversations in cars and in rooms, it was sort of like maybe if it was in English I'd be enjoying it more. But like I have nothing against subtitles, but just like for this it was just like There's a lot of just dialogue. reading a really dull conversation. Like even like – in Seven Samurai, you kind of get a bit of the emotive language just from the noise, like, but in this it was kind of just like, oh. See, I didn't mind it. The only bit that did annoy me was at the start when he's trying to talk to his mm. Agatha and you're like, I have no idea, like, what is this dialogue? Yeah, I just But after that, I thought it was all right. Like, there were some scenes which were good, but I think – there was just moments where it was kind of like this is really <laughs> dragging and this is a really stale. I did conversation. like the scene where they were when they were like back in his childhood home and they were all sitting around the table. Yeah, and it was that, just that like was good. A family conversation yeah. and everybody like yelling at everyone else and then like and that was a really nice yeah. scene where he was in the car with young Sarah, like the new Sarah that's hitchhiking. Yeah. And the two guys are like fighting up on the hill. Yeah, who <laughs> goes but, up a hill to fight? But he's just, How she's like, oh, which one do you? Slapping yeah. each other. <laughs> <laughs> but she's kind of like, oh, which one do you like more? And he kind of like smiles and goes, yeah, but which one do you like more? And kind of it was like a really like yeah. touching sort of like it's your choice. It doesn't matter what I think. Like, and she kind of puts the out the pros and cons like of sweet. each one. Yeah, it's like one's going to be a minister, but one's a doctor and. Doctors are so much more in and make more money than ministers, and ministers are so out. And it was just like a really funny. Ministers are so out. Yeah. <laughs> are you a minister? Because you're out. You're not cool. Yeah, I look like things like that. But I think just as a whole, I was just like, this is kind of boring. Mm. See, I didn't find it boring. I thought it was very sweet and quite Nick? interesting. Mm. <laughs> how how did you find this film? I was kind of bored like yeah i don't really have any other way of putting it. like <laughs> at, at like i all right i started watching it and i was like i was like yeah uh, cool something Here we go. like this is when he tells us that he didn't watch it <laughs> no i did watch it but i was watching it and as soon as like i heard swedish i was like oh no it's gonna be this whole movie and like i was trying to like do stuff at the same time while watching this and yeah, like unlike something like Seventh Samurai, yeah, it's not. It's there's not really much visual to this. Yeah. So if you're into reading subtitles, cool. But yeah, this is. <laughs> I, it's not about that. It's about the story of it. I thought the story was kind of generic. Yeah, the story was kind of boring. But obviously, I did also I, watch I, the I last know, half I, hour. I know that's speed. a lot to say. It's generic because it's like like. I feel like, like it was at the very, start very of. Yeah, at the time, it's yeah. probably not generic. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. It's our modern but we prejudice have, we views. we are taking it out of its time. Yeah, why can't movies be like they are now in yeah. 2021? Why can't they have colour and all be in English? <laughs> you guys have got to I can't read. <laughs> Come on. Come I on. don't know what words are. Oh, but I, I thought, like, a lot of this was, like, really nice, but... It was. It was a nice movie. Yeah, yeah I just think there was some... Points where the story was a bit dull and I watched the last half hour at double speed because I kind of just wanted it to end. <laughs> Bro, it got – near the end is like the better parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is why we have five people or four today on this podcast because, because we get such a diverse range of – Opinions. Yeah, opinions. Perspectives. Perspectives yeah. of all these movies that we watch. Yes. Spoons, yeah. carry on. We're not having a go. We're just... <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just glad that like, you did this one and I we think, didn't have to. <laughs> I think I went into it being like, I know it's the 1950s, so I'm going to have to settle down my expectations. You're going to have to teleport back to the 1950s. and 1957, Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Sweden. Sweden. Uh, what else you got? 
Well, here's some fun facts. What page are we up to? Well, we're at the end of three. Oh, Ooh. watch out. We only have four. Exactly, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be too excited. Oh, but there's fun facts time. So in 1963, no, this is fun facts. The sad fact was that he died, like very shortly after this. Okay, and that this was was his last film. But it's a nice last film, may I just say, and it did very well. So like, yes, all right, yeah, did get nominated for an Academy Award, and then he was just like, nah, I don't want it. Victor got awards for this and nominations for this. Is acting, yeah. So uh, Stanley Kubrick actually lists. Wild Strawberries as his second favourite film. What's his first favourite film? I have no idea. I thought I was hoping you guys knew that. I'm going to Google it. Since you have already done Stanley Kubrick, right? Yeah, but we didn't really go into Stanley Kubrick because he's just a bit of a weirdo. (laughs) We've questioned a lot of things he's done. Who'd have thought a a director that everyone loves for being an auteur is a weirdo? (laughs) Yeah. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk it? What else? What other fun fox have you got? Um, there's a Canadian rock band <laughs> named after the movie. It would what make a cool called? rock band name, right? Wild Strawberries. Uh, well, I thought it might have been some... <laughs> like, some Swedish name and then it was yeah, like some like, death metal I, band and that would have made more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a cool band name. Like, I thought it would be like Wild, wild, wild strawberries. Dead Strawberries oh, or something. I found, well, I found his first favourite movie. Black Strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> it's black and white. Wild Blackberries. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> From 1953, it's called I Vitaloni. Yep, okay, maybe. Okay, Stanley. Five <laughs> okay, young Stan. men with not so <laughs> young Stan. sons of middle class parents linger in post adolescent limbo, dreaming of adventure and escape from their small coastal town. Perpetually unemployed, they whittle their lives away by spending their money on their family, money of their families on drink, women, and nights at the pool hall. Fuck yeah! Sounds Drinks, riveting. women, and pool hall. Actually, oh I god! Like yeah, up. never seen that. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, that came up as a recommended when you look this film up. Anyway, what else you got? Um, uh, just the Woody Allen stuff. But we yeah. don't, we already talked about that. Another director, screenwriter, uh, scriptwriter who's also just a bit fucked. Yes. Oh, out some people. Let's go. Oh yes. wait, can I yes. guess? Who? Oh, I want to know. Oh, are you about? To, oh wait. Are you going to tell us? Oh no, I was just, no, I was just, oh, this is, Woody. No, I was just saying like cuz Stanley Kubrick is a bit and then yeah. you just mentioned Woody Allen and he also is a bit. So I was just like Oh, we thought you were going to give us the goss then. Yeah. Oh no. As into another person. What? No. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. The confusion is real. <laughs> um so box office, right? <laughs> For some reason, when you look this up, the only thing you get is the cumulative worldwide gross, which only says $14,524. Well, it probably didn't yep. release in the US. True. It, no, but it was international. It got awards in the US. But yeah, but like you can get awards people, without being... Yeah. I don't it's know. Got a, like, it didn't. It didn't give me any more information than that. Because I'm pretty like, sure like nothing. to be nominated for an Academy Award, you have to... Like now you have to sh- have a domestic release. Yeah, but you have I to think. just be shown. In, you could have one session in yeah. one theatre, and you're eligible. Like yeah. So I don't know. But it just didn't look like very much. But it's also the fifties, and I was hoping James would be here to. It's still to not calculate. Very much. <laughs> yeah, it would be yeah. slightly a couple more thousand. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. like fifty, sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> That's all right. Anyway, we're not going to check because that, that Swedish changes. Swedish I just realised he's dollars. not here to talk about servant with me. Unlucky. Oh. Oh. I have to save it for next week. Oh. Anyway, what else have you got? Um, well, it has an 8.2 out of 10 on IMBD, so most people are against y'all. Nick, she said it right. Yeah, because oh. I, <laughs> I changed it in the document when you told me it was wrong again. <laughs> like, it even has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 90% Google users like this film. So, like, if you were one of those 90%, please tell me. <laughs> Please. What's our email, guys? Watch it again, pod at gmail.com. Thank it's you. Just linked in the description below. Yes. Please email us so I'm not alone in this. <laughs> or watch the film and tell me I'm not alone in this. Or just tell me it's crap. I don't know. Email us. Give please. us your opinion. <laughs> I think she's trying to say. Do you have yeah. anything else, Spence? <laughs> um, it was nominated for a crap ton of um, film festivals all over the world. Mostly... 
Um, Bergman's. <laughs> Sorry, I was taking a sip of water. Mostly Bergman for like writing and um, directing. Then yeah. Victor, like he got a BAFTA. No, he got a BAFTA nomination. He won at the like Berlin International Film Festival. Quite big in the European scene. Where's Mar del Plata? Somewhere in Europe. Okay. Because that, that one, like Victor won, Ingrid won, the cinematographer won, and it, and what's his face won. Bergman. <laughs> and Bergman also won. So that was pretty big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a whole heap of different awards. They were nominated and won. Cool. So it's pretty well loved. And I feel like... This is something you have to like watch. Now that you know the story, you could watch it again and then actually watch the visuals a bit better. You have to nah. watch it in the framing of the 50s, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So on that point, would you watch it again? I want to. Cat? No. Nick? Maybe. I am I, a no. I'm not completely against it, but like That maybe sounds really noish. Well, <laughs> do you want to be alone on this? I think if a pretty girl asked, it, I think oh, if a pretty girl to asked him nice to watch it, he would. Yeah. Oh, Any pretty girls out there? If you want to watch this with Nick. Oh. Um, what about me? Am I watching it alone? Well, I guess you are a pretty girl. Oh. oh. <laughs> Stop it. I guess. No, you are. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh. It's cool. Anyway, I think one of my other um, <coughs> critiques of the film, like, and pick up. Is like the only way we knew he was a like sour old man is from the dialogue and the narration. We didn't see him being a sour old man at the start, but we were just told he was. Yeah, and he was, then yeah. he goes on his journey to being sweet. So you kind of still kind of yeah, like him the whole time. Like, he was he, nice he, the whole time. Yeah, when he goes to the petrol station, people I didn't were like, like him. He was gonna make Agnes or Agatha or whatever just make him coffee and get out of bed, and I was like, that's isn't no. that a job. Oh, yeah, that is her job. She was yeah. basically She's a housekeeper. She was basically <laughs> pleading to That's do his stuff. English subtitle. <laughs> he was le- she was legit like his housekeeper. That was legit what <laughs> he was paying her for. Like, she was together. like, "How forcing him to eat?" Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Subtitles, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Yeah, there were a lot of sweet, touching moments in this film, and that's why I want to watch it again. Also, fair. there was a lot going on with his big family, like. Yes, there was they a lot. They were just boning each other. Yeah, that, it, that'll fuck you up. That'll make you kind of sour. Yeah. Well, yeah your you brother please? stole your cousin. She's my cousin. Also, his, like, his relationship with his like ex-wife was like horrible apparently. And that's why his son was so like, I don't want to have a baby with you, Marianne. And the poor woman's like, well, fuck, I'm not your parents' relationship. Like, come on. Mm. Oh, yeah. So there was a lot more going on than I guess – you kind of pick up. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Mm. Okay. Anyway, All right. Does anyone else have any comments? Anything they like? Oh, got, the, oh. um, sorry. <laughs> that first dream sequence with the... Clock? Yeah. That was freaky. Um, it was weird and the editing was weird with the sound, but um, where's my little... The faceless man who then, like, rolls out of the coffin. Blood and, and yeah. That was made... Oh, that was cool. It. I like that. I was it like, was like oh. a balloon and a sock and then like it Ew. deflated or something. Mm. That's cool. I don't know. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was very um interesting. Yeah. I I I Yeah. I have no comment. <laughs> but I, I feel nothing really towards this movie, honestly. I don't know, but some movies when you watch um watch them and they're all about um flashbacks, you're like, oh, flashbacks. Mm. Whereas this was interesting flashbacks, you know. We can get into these flashbacks. Okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, like. Yeah. Anyway, okay. let's move along <laughs> to our next segment. What the fuck was We've like? been watching and what we're excited for. That's the one. Now. I've been watching a lot. I sent you guys a photo the other night mm-hmm. about a new series that started. It's on Stan. It's called Clarice. Yes, I spoke about yeah. this. And well, I said I was going to check you it out. You better not take credit for introducing no. 
yourself. Because you that. told us <laughs> uh, Stan's pushing it pretty hard on all of us. <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna say that's only it's probably because YouTube we all watch Silence gotten. of the Lambs. Yeah. 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 But there's and only the been two ad. episodes. Yeah, you know the, the Kiwi kid and from Deadpool, and he's oh yeah, I fucking the hate that. Subway yeah. out every YouTube. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I watched the first two episodes that are there. I don't know. Yeah, I watched the trailer and I was just like, mm, I don't it, think I'll enjoy so this. It, is it a, well, I guess it wasn't made by Stan. I assume it's American. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so she's Australian, though. Is she? Yeah. Oh, cool. she's She's an Australian actor. She's know, in every Australian thing ever. Anyway, she's killing it. Overseas. She puts on a very good accent for Clarice. Oh, she sounds, sounds like Jodie Foster. Yeah, sounds very well on the accent. Okay, right. that, that's a point. But Let me she kind so of has that like sweet. It's yeah. It's essentially things. set as a direct sequel to the movies. You think they'd market the shit out of that? Or you think that's something like Netflix would want? Yeah, but, but well, Stan's so it's, it it's pretty Is much it set. Well, it's set twelve months later. <clears throat> And she's finally back out in the field and doing a thing. Yeah. And it feels like it's kind of lost between being like a sequel to Silence of the Lambs. I just realised, yeah, and that's Hannibal too. So and this is trying yeah. to be Hannibal. Oh, so this is uh, kind of not good. It, it's like so a it's poor like, man's Hannibal. Well, no, it's it's <laughs> like it like kind of takes on like the Hannibal? FBI like – Procedural sort of thing in a way, yeah. a lot less gory than <laughs> Hannibal. Like it's a lot less gory. I really need to rewatch that. But in some of the way that the shots are done and the music are done, it kind of does that weird abstract thing at some points that Hannibal does. Because mm-hmm. like Hannibal really glorifies the food and yeah. or yeah. something. This kind of like is glorifying certain things and it's like very the, artistic. Yeah, and it's like don't do, don't try and, and like the way the music don't is done to it, it. It's like don't try and be Hannibal. Like be more. And then like the next scene. It feels like you're in a, the tone of like Silence of the Lambs, mm. right? And it's kind of a bit. See, I feel odd. like they should lean heavily into Silence of the Lambs and not yeah. so much Hannibal because Hannibal, like, like is basically its own entity. Yeah, you know? like it's just its yeah own thing. But it, I think it's good. I like, reckon I'm going to keep give watching it, an, it. I'd give it another couple yeah. of episodes to make up your mind because I had a family friend say that she loved it. Yeah, like the first episode was like good sort of like – I mean – But there's a lot I, of references to Silence of the Lambs and a lot of f- flashbacks. Well, it's, a, to, yeah, it's, it's like, supposed to be. But yes. like there's a lot Speaking of flashbacks, flashbacks <laughs> that are like shot for shot redone. Oh, oh cool. So they've used oh. like her and like a new actor for Buffalo Bill or whatever his name is. Yeah. Oh, so they don't do – so they don't use the Silence of the Lambs footage. Oh. They've reshot it, but it's essentially shot for shot mm. for oh. what it is in the movie. Interesting. But just that's with, like, that's cool. but just with her, so it makes sense that she's having a flashback, Did and it's that same actress, not Jodie mm. Foster from thirty years ago. Did yeah. they need to do that in the show when that is such an iconic film? That yeah, because they it, really need to. Yeah, because it's sort of. It's her struggling with being in the field, dealing with these things and being in the same situations and she's flashing back because it's been 12 months and she's Mm. like severely affected by it. That's a risky thing to do too. Like if you don't do stuff like that The flashback's done well. Yeah. And it's like the same kind of couple of shots and like they use – there's a new actress that plays the daughter of the Attorney General Mm -hmm. that got kidnapped that she saves. Oh, yeah. The Attorney General's in it, like the mum – like it's kind of like these like characters that have been brought through and like you know it sort of all makes sense, but yeah, I'm just I don't know if I'm a hundred percent sold yet. I've got well. the I've got the actress here by the way, um, who plays Clarice. Her name's Rebecca Breeds, and you would know her from the have iconic show of our childrenhood, Blue Water Childhood? High. Blue Water High. Oh, yes. Wait, what? She was in Blue Water High. How she, old is she? Um, she's young. She's in her twenties, I think. How was oh, she in Blue Water High? She's 33. Uh, she's 33. Like, how the hell was she in Blue Water High um, in her 20s? That she was, was 15 years ago. If you don't know what we're talking about, just Google Blue Water High. It was yeah. one of the greatest the best shows of our childhood. So yeah. good. Anyway, um, she was also on Home and Away, The Originals, Bits of Pretty Little Liars, but in the yeah, crap right. seasons. She um, looks a lot younger than in her 30s. Yeah. Because but, in this, mm. she's like 21. Mm. Well, she just looks young. Yeah, because in Silence of the Lambs, Clarice is still in the Academy. Mm. And then she's, like, just out of it now. Mm. She kind of seems to switch between being in Australia and being in the US doing film. 
people. But yeah. Yeah, so She's I watched cool. that. I like her. There yeah. You go. yeah. I would say. Wouldn't pick it. For, check um, it out. Clarice, but yeah, shit. Okay. She does a really good I'd accent. She, yeah, she does good. Yeah. But I'd say check it out. That's, that's my recommendation of the week. Mm. Okay. Well, I've got something that I can lead into yes. with that. So I <laughs> – you all know my guilty pleasure is Riverdale. We do now. I didn't know that, no. Oh, really? No, that show sucks. I feel like that kidding? was all I spoke about when it was on in the last few years. No, I love it. It's so good. The new season's coming, like being released each week now. And they've just jumped forward in time. But they did like – I'm not going to, like, spoil plot points, but they kind of did, No one like, watches it. You may as well. <laughs> <laughs> you should. It's good. They – because all the four main characters went separate ways, but when they caught up with each character, they were in there doing their own thing, and they kind of, like, did a parody of, like, movie situations using those characters. So, like, one character is in the FBI, and they did, a like, a spoof of Hannibal with, like – a different serial killer and she's trying to track them and mm. whatever. And then they did one with another character who's like this diamond dealer now. So that was like uncut gems. So they're getting into more like Archie comic territory yeah. where they do random shit. Yeah, that's cool. I think so. Well, I hope so because I'd really like them to yeah. start doing that kind of thing. I was watching like the first season of that show when it came out and like, yeah, like I thought it was okay. I think I got sad because like everyone was so good looking on that show. <laughs> It's kind of kind of depressing. Yeah. yeah, well, you kind of get that when what twenty three year olds are playing sixteen year olds. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I've never watched a single episode. It's great. You should. It was you good would back hate in it, the but day. I would hate back it. in the day. Two thousand seven. Yeah, it got it got weird, and then it got good again. So mm, I don't mm. trust it. Yeah, it's it's good now, and now they flashed forward seven years, so the actors are playing characters that are their actual ages. Smart. So it's, what? So it's good. I didn't know this. So they graduated high school and then in the next episode they flashed forward seven years oh. to where they oh. are now. I thought they were just going to incorporate Sabrina and fuck everything up. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> a thing too, eh? What <coughs> I don't think they will. Like Riverdale exists in the Sabrina universe and Greendale exists in the Riverdale universe. What's Greendale? Yeah. Greendale's where Sabrina's set. I was going to say, isn't Greendale from Community? Yeah, also that. <laughs> but, um, oh, my God, Community's in Sabrina. Community. <laughs> um, but no, but I don't think there's, there will be any crossover. Just because huh. it's just like... Doesn't CW love that no. shit? <laughs> like no. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. They're, bringing, they're fucking going hard on Superman and Lois. Oh, oh advertising yeah. Advertising for that. Oh, making it look like the most like hardcore Superman show. And I was like, yeah, but this is a Supergirl spin also it's going to be camp and shit. <laughs> I also watched Troy, which you guys know, because I sent you some yeah. messages about how good looking everyone is. <laughs> One of the best <sighs> movies. Oh, so good. I haven't seen that movie for ages. What have you been... Um, since I last saw you guys, I started watching Freaks and Geeks. <gasps> oh, yes. So good. How have you not seen it before? I don't know. I've never watched it. But I'm glad I've gotten <gasps> into it. Jacob. You should. It's Bruh. so good. Seth Rogen and James Franco's like, first roles. Linda. So right what's, now. <laughs> what's my name? Linda Card. Cardellini? Yeah. yeah. Vel- Velma, Velma. From Velma. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. Um, watch it. You will okay. love it. Yes. Okay. You know, like, and this, or it, was it, is it two seasons or one season? One. And it was cancelled so after stupid. the first season. They should have had more. And they all failed. Yes. No, you, know, you know what happened though? Apparently like the network kept getting pissed at what they were doing because they were pushing too many boundaries. Yeah. So in retaliation, they just kept pushing them even further because they knew they were going to get cancelled. That's what makes it so good. It's like. It's a really good series. Go and watch it Fair before enough. we record yes. again, Jacob. Okay, oh my god. <laughs> Far out. Um, anything else? New servant. Amazing. Crazy. I need more of it. But I'm sure James talked about this last week. Not really. Oh. I a need little him, bit. I need him to catch up to me so I can talk to him about it. Um but I don't want to spoil anything for him. Now that he's here. We also <laughs> have like a four month spoiler thing. thing. Yeah, we can't. Because I was very careful how I spoke about oh, Clarice. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, Fair we enough. can't talk about what actually happens in things. Oh, we, so we can't talk about the latest episode of WandaVision? No, because so, I haven't seen we're it We're so yet. close to the end. We're so close just to the end. Wait till it just wait. I, just, yeah. Do you know, like, what have you seen? I, I haven't seen anything. I haven't I, seen I, any trailers. Oh, All I know is that Wanda and Vision are in it. I watched... Have you not watched any of it? Because oh I am God. deliberately avoiding it. Stay away from all the out and I can just binge it in one I have been very angry at the end of every episode. Angry? Because it just ends and you're like, what the... Fucking Jesus. Yeah, they, they go for like 40 minutes on the time code and then there's like eight minutes of credits. I'm no, like, but sometimes the other day there were 17 minutes of credits. What? Yeah, yeah one of the episodes is no. seven. The credits go for 17 minutes. Why? why so, oh, yeah. And Do you know why? They, and so they can just stop that like end card that comes up at every episode. Yeah. Because they no, just... No, I don't want to hear anything. I don't even want to hear about the credits. This isn't a plot thing, no. but... Um, they just, so they can just end the episode at any point and the credits can just go for varying different lengths of time. So you, you so can't be like, pause, oh, it's got 10 minutes guys. left. It's pause, oh, it's got 20 minutes left. Boom, 20 minutes of credits. I have so many questions. It's a deliberate I, like, thing. I just want to hear everyone's theories on it because it's just... I'm, I'm, surprised, surprised, yes. I'm surprised you haven't oh. seen anything because no, I got that... The, I had the big one, yeah. The big one spoiled like, for me because I, I, thumbnail. Yeah, because I watched yeah. them in, um, yeah, not even the thumbnail, but I was oh. watching like, I like, watched it in chunks because I was away, but like, yeah, I'm surprised you haven't seen anything. Um, we'll talk about it outside guys, Do you guys know much about the comics as well? <laughs> yes. A little bit. Okay, because I feel like because I didn't know the comics at all that certain things that were revealed the other night were like, oh my God, what the fuck? fuck is this? Oh, uh, yeah, I did And then you know. go onto the fan pages and they're explaining it and you're yeah, like, oh, like, oh I knew okay. It. Yeah, yeah. they're like, we saw this coming. She was supposed to be like this anyway. And you're like... Wait, that, that, that spoils. <laughs> anyway. give away anything. Anyway, I'm Nick, just what have you been um, absorbing into your brain of entertainment? Not a lot. I've only been home for a couple of days, so I smashed through WandaVision. Um, I... Showed my friend a documentary we were talking. I think we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago called Tickled, like where <laughs> yeah, those yeah. Guys were, yeah. And um, then we watched uh, Louis Theroux's um, <laughs> Louis Theroux's <laughs> Louis Theroux's. <laughs> Louis um, Do you want me yes? to say the name for you? No, we watched this guy. <laughs> <laughs> we watched a documentary about sex offenders. And oh, um, okay, it was very. Like, was it called the news? And were they talking about Parliament House? <laughs> oh, bro, bro. Sorry. Oh. If you want to get me mad, start there. No, no, let's, let's not talk about that. Sorry, oh. carry on, Nick. Get Jenny on the phone. Oh, <laughs> but, like, everyone's. Every we're, we're, talking about, no, we're not talking about politics. We're not talking so about politics. We're not a political. And bullshit. That, and I'm just. Please, stop. Okay, I'm stopping. You'll get Nick, kicked off on. the podcast <laughs> if you be political. <laughs> Nick, I'm sorry, I anyway, shouldn't have said it. Carry this on. Is not, okay. Um, yeah, but it was very interesting seeing the living conditions. I forget what year it was set in, but um, just kind of seeing the um, living conditions of like these social pariahs now. Like one of them was like a teacher who like is like the stereotypical like older woman that like had an affair with a 14 year old kid, and like really, int- it's really interesting seeing her. Like she has like. A counselor who like checks her shit, like goes, like does checks on mm-hmm. her apartment. It was like because she can't leave, like she's not allowed to leave her apartment because there's children outside, and like she can't have she can have one photo of her children, like and nothing else. She can't have Jesus anything Christ. in her house that a child might consider a toy. And um, like Louis like talking about just being like super blunt, and he was like, "Oh, like would you say um, I forget her name." I was about to say cat. I won't say cat. Sarah. I was just going to use you as an example, but I thought, oh, no, probably not. No, the, probably right. not the example to use. But, <laughs> but like, oh, do, do you think Sarah's um, rehabilitated enough to, like, go into the world? world? And she was like, yeah. And then he said, okay, now would you let Sarah and your son? She was like, no, fuck no. <laughs> like, well, there you so, go. and like, it's really interesting. Like, it asks the question of whether or not, like, are these people just better off in jail because they can't, yeah. they can't work, yeah. they can't like. I think we need a better system. Yeah, honestly, cause, cause we need. They're to, put like, in specific read. neighborhoods, yeah. and like, yeah, there's a whole thing at the start where like they've put a park in their neighborhood, like as like a deterrent. Like the mayor has like. I don't know. Oh, yeah, because you don't want sex offenders living around in your neighbourhood yeah. because that lowers the like socio-cultural value of that area. Yeah, 
Why would you put a park in there then? Because that attracts families and children to that area, which means that you have like to sex get predators them to pack can't up and leave. live there. You get right, rid of okay, them. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. why would you put a park right near a sex yeah. offender's <laughs> house? <laughs> to get rid of the sex offenders. I have. Right. I have Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I have Terrifying. quite strong views on this point, which I'm not going to get into. But I think the system is very, very flawed, yeah. and I think that it's we need a better institution to deal with this. Yeah. Kind of. Because like once I, I I think it was that teacher that said, if like if all these laws are coming in, I'm better off in jail, which is mm. true. Like. Mm. Kind of like, but I don't think they have, have like that room in jail. Definitely not in America. Probably not. Oh fuck no! But is yeah, this like a documentary based in America? Yes. Yeah. In like LA. But like the ridiculous thing is, okay, no, I'm not going to get into this. Don't worry. We'll talk about it off air. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, does anyone have anything else to add? I'm, no, I'm right. done. So yeah, you can reach us at Watch It Again podcast on Facebook or Instagram, or send us an email at watchitagainpod at gmail dot com. Sorry, Very good. it's all linked <laughs> in the description below. Um, send us a question, leave a review on iTunes. Um, yeah. I want to hear from you. Say it, whatever yeah. you're thinking. Say it. So <laughs> otherwise, we will catch you guys next week. Um, thank you for listening. As always, I am Jacob, and I'm with me are I'm Cat. I'm Nick. And Naomi. Bye. 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 Bye.